The only thing strong enough to protect the city from those clones is the power of the AllSpark. It's already too late for all of you. Uh, I believe we may have a problem. Hello, old sport. You must be the ex-boyfriend. Put her there. Men have more court-martials for insubordination than you have years of cryosleep. Green Lantern, I'm in the hangar now, making my way for the South Quarters. You misunderstand me. Your assistance is no longer required. I believe Hulk was attempting to send a message, sir. I seek nothing more than to battle the most powerful beings alive. I thought you were smart enough to know when to run. The walls must be lined with kryptonite. Has anybody ever ask you anything, I mean, like, totally crazy? Um, here, sign my baby. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, no, sign my baby. Well, 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 where? What do you mean? Like, what do you, that's just on his arm, right? Just a little, little, put it on his leg. That's a good, then that was years ago. And then I was at BotCon in, uh, no, TFCon in, in Burbank uh, uh, last year. That was actually the first con, March. Oh my God, yeah. And uh, guy comes up and says, hey, how you doing? Probably don't remember me, but uh, I asked you to sign my baby. I go, oh my God, yeah, 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 in Ohio. Yeah, Cincinnati. I go, oh my God, you guys are here. He goes, yeah, we're right. And this here, is the baby and this like tall kid comes up <laughs> oh my gosh really is this you still he says no no we have to wash it off listen to the vibes welcome everyone to another episode of listen to the vibes and i'm very privileged to have mr david k here with me uh, he is a voice actor uh, been on several shows. Man, he's got a list a mile long. Uh, got Transformers and some uh, Marvel stuff, and I think some DC stuff. And uh, I think you were an announcer on a TV show. And oh, that, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. much to keep up with. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I go on IMDb, and I actually I don't go on it very much because I, I forget. I, you know, it's like, um. A good friend of mine who uh, owned a studio way back uh, when I used to live uh, live in Canada, way back in those old days, um, he said, uh, Davey, every day, doesn't matter what you do today, you got to get up tomorrow morning and prove yourself all over again. Doesn't matter. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, what happened yesterday is like, that's ancient history. Um, I'm always, uh, my biggest problem is just sort of enjoying the moment, you know, enjoying the uh I remember when that cast me in the Eternals for uh, for the for the Marvel. You know, you know, I was I was ecstatic, but literally, uh, my wife had to tell me enjoy the moment. Like I was already on to like the next thing, and I, um, that's just something I'm working on. But uh, uh, you know, uh, which is one big reason why I won't retire because what's the point? And I'm just having fun. You know, you get up and just hang out and do weird voices. I mean, I gotta. The latest stuff when we finish up here today. I got stuff I got to kick. I got to kick into and and uh, come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get into that? Uh, like in, into uh, in like into to prepare like reading for a role or something, or, or just getting into voice acting in the first place. Acting? I don't today. I mean, I was talking to Phil Lamar once about this, and and it was quite a while ago. And you, see, you know, I get asked this at conventions and stuff, and. He said, I never know what to say because I can't remember how I, I mean, he, he went, you know, come up through improv and, and the groundlings and he has, you know, way more, uh, um, I think he went to Harvard. I mean, you know, all, he had all the background stuff that made sense. And, um, me, uh, there's no real roadmap. 
there's no, you know, I, I, I can tell people, well, you know, you, you, you know, you got to do improv, which is really important. Uh, find a, find a troupe, you know, try and get on stage, try and scare yourself silly. Uh, um, you know, try stand up comedy, try, I mean, you know, uh, watch and listen and, uh, take, uh, you know, some, some, some acting classes from stuff. It's, um, there's no real roadmap, man. It's, it's sort of like, uh, I remember when I was, I came from radio. So that was sort of a, a start. I always loved radio um and and television i loved i loved even more so behind the scenes it was stuff that was going on i was more interested in that but radio to me was uh i, I all my heroes growing up in canada were across the border we grew up uh, across from new york state upper new york state and um all the tv stations i watched and uh were, you know buffalo rochester uh i used to listen to wgn chicago I used to, wbz boston uh, i used to listen on the, on the radio uh as, as a young kid and i just you know, fell in love with these voices. Um, and, uh, and I kind of wanted to do that. I wanted to play music and be a disc jockey, I guess at one time, but I was enthralled by it. And so that's how I sort of got into it. And fast forward many years, I worked around the country, went over to Vancouver. And then that's when at that time, uh, Deke Animation was doing a lot of animation in Vancouver. Deke, D-I-C stood for Dunning Canada. That's what I always tell <laughs> and, and I was, um, you know, and that's where I got exposed to G.I. Joe and, and, and the first cartoons and the anime was done there at Ocean Group um, in Vancouver. And I did a lot of, you know, um, Sashomaru, the character, you know, I did for years is in the, was in in that realm. And, and I started doing a lot and I fell in love with that. And I thought, OK, how do I quit everything else and do this forever? And uh, mm -hmm. I was still in radio and. Um, I guess it was, well, how, what year is it, 92, 93? And I started to get busy doing cartoons and some commercials. And, and uh, as I was, I, you know, I was hustling out there, trying, getting a studio to just, you know, give me a shot, you know, read, read me something. Because radio and voiceover don't really play well together. Um, there's those voices you hear when you think of radio, you think of the, Hey, 75 degrees downtown. Here's Madonna. Yeah. You know, and I, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Like what is weather <laughs> for, you know, like, so, you know, the, the, when you go in to read a spot, it's a, it's your, your different, it's a different read. It's a different personality, a different voice. And so any commercials we were given to do at the radio station, which I begged them to do, like, a, you know, Toyota Spots or Honda, they were all this copy jammed into 30 seconds and it, you couldn't do anything with it, but just, you know, scream through it and move on to the next thing. Um, and I remember begging this one producer, this one studio in, in Vancouver, did a lot of uh, national stuff. And so just read me on something, man. Just read, even if you think hey, I can't do it, just bring me in. He goes, and we became friends and he said, yeah, okay, listen, come on in. I got, I got a couple things. And I booked it and he goes, wow, man. And, and uh, so it takes one person to just say yes. And so I, I made it my goal to, to leave the radio business and, and really focus on, on the opportunities and commercial and, and animation in Vancouver at the time were, were pre presenting themselves. And uh, I guess it was 93, 94. I, I was, I was working in, in television, doing some on-camera stuff and some voice uh, voiceover got, was getting busier. Um, I started doing affiliate work uh, for stations around uh, the U.S. and Canada and, and other parts of the, of the planet. You know, the voice of the radio station, TV station, promo voice. Right. And so I started getting busier. And I was like, 
less and less interested in uh, doing this. LG73 is Madonna. Boom. And I, you know, back to watching the monkeys on MTV. (laughs) The GM finally pulled me into his office one day and said, you don't really want to be here, do you? I went, man, you know, I, I don't, I don't think so, honestly. And he goes, you know what, you know what, it's just two weeks. Let's call it a day. I know you're, you know, you, you really want to, I think you should go and, and do that. And, and so it was a mutual firing of each other. And that was the beginning of the career. Um, there were, I had my, our first child, my daughter, and I, I was laser focused. All right. I know what I got to do. I got to provide for these people. I'm going to just, you know, uh, focus on this and, uh, it wound its way, you know, uh, I emig- we emigrated here in 2007, um, became citizens uh, not long at, well, five years after that, and, uh, you know, never looked back. It's the best decision I ever made. Um, I, it's sort of, that's in a nutshell, but I always say, look, if, if you want to play in the major leagues, you want to play in the major leagues, major league baseball, or, you know, national hockey league, you want to play in the NFL, you got to, you got to go. And you got to be and play with the best players um, because uh, I always believe in playing up and uh, learn from those people. And it's just been a, it's an awesome ride, man. And it continues to be just, it's just who knew? <laughs> <laughs> and things could have been worse. You could end up making a song like Disco Duck or something. Well, you know, there you go. I mean, Rick, Rick he's became a, you know, became a friend of mine. I knew Rick from radio and I, I we moved here and like, Rick has a place in Kentucky and he keeps telling me Danville, Kentucky, David K, you got to come down. And we, we, you know, uh, and yes, disco duck. And I tell you, and, and, and Rick told me about the deal that remember that the Rick D's weekly top 40 mm-hmm. and, uh, the deal that happened there. I mean, he doesn't have to worry about anything, you know, ever again. And, and, that, and that damn song uh, made him a few dollars too. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember that as a kid. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was huge. Yeah, and it, he ended up doing a, a movie, something about a record yeah. store, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, the guy, the guy was great. He he's um he taught me a lot. Um, and uh, actually, I have to reach out to him. I, we we moved out of LA since, and I haven't been in touch for a bit. But, but yeah, we we're always sort of. I would get a random text from Rick, David K. You know, and it'd be a joke or something he'd send. And <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, it's the people you meet along the way. Um, the, 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 one of my favorite Dr. Seuss books um, it was such a favorite of mine. I ended up buying a print of that, that thing, uh, all the places you'll go. My mother used to read that to me. And I always think about that book, about the places you go, you know, that, and you just never know that the balloon's floating up and the wind blows and it, you know, it takes you in a certain direction. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty surreal, honestly, you know. <laughs> Well, what's amazing is how, I don't know about you, I had dreams of what I wanted to do when I got older, and Uh it didn't didn't happen, but I ended up falling into doing this and didn't realize how much I loved it, and and now it's, I can't imagine doing anything else. Yeah, I keep telling people, I was in a a podcast a couple days ago, I said, you know what, man, people sort of see... um, I mean, it's been 30 years of blood, sweat, and tears, 30 years plus of just, you know, hustle and, 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 um, but, you know, you love it. I said, don't ever, don't ever, ever go into this thing thinking about money or thinking about fame. Do not, that is the, like, don't even bother. <laughs> yeah. You, you have to find something that you look forward to getting up on a Monday morning to do. 
that's the trick. If I teach my kids one thing, it's to look, find something that you you're passionate about and you you can't wait for Monday. Because Fridays to me are everybody's like, woo, Friday. Woo. Okay. You know, I'm like, you know, to me it's like, ah. So I guess I'm not gonna be uh guess I'm not gonna be working uh for a couple of days, huh? All right. Well, I guess I'll go do sports or work out. Yeah, I'm looking and I can I'm looking forward to Monday. What's it gonna bring? Because I'm used to that, not knowing. It's that uh it's it's literally Monday is Christmas, you know. It's like, oh, okay, what do we got? My dad can never figure that out. Um, you know, uh, I remember going to a commercial, an animation session. I was doing a, a Akuma, I think it was. What was that? The Street Fighter, way back, way back. That was when I was still in the, in Canada, and uh, I had to go in. They called me in because there, there was a couple of grunts and a couple of screams I didn't get on the session. So listen, they're in there recording another session, but can you go? Can you drop in and just you know? Uh, do that they're going to pick it up and then send it i go sure so excuse me we drove over and uh, i did the thing and it's like whatever i did and then i signed the uh, thing the agreement and they give me the contract because they got to pay every time they go in i don't even i just i threw it on the floor in the car i went okay uh, i got to go to the next thing and dad's dad was with me they were visiting and he i never discuss anything like that even with the parents i don't i think it's in bad form is you know no one's no, no nobody's business and he looked at it and he saw that, you know, the, the, the rates or whatever. And, and he said, uh, so is that it? I go, yeah, no, I just had to yeah, you put, give me that. You know, and I just had to I go and I, they missed something and I had to do it. And he goes, so, so as well as that, is that, uh, I said, yeah, that's, that's just the rate they got to pay. You know, it's a standard. He goes, Jesus Christ, I worked 30 years at city hall and, you know, <laughs> And and I, I said, but it, you know, but that's a whole. It's just, I thank God I found something because I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do out of uh, out of college. I wasn't really, you know, uh, yeah. I guess mimicking teachers in the second grade was uh, was a good thing. <laughs> was, that, that all turned out okay, you know. But um, yeah, it's fun, man. It's what can I say? It's just tons of fun. You know? I had an actor on, and he been on shows like friends and whatnot yeah and he uh he would get stopped on the street and nobody could ever remember his name <laughs> and they'd all say hey you're that guy yeah so do you, do you ever get stopped and somebody says wait I, that voice you're, the, you're that guy um no only when i sort of if i if i i start speaking or i'm talking to someone and, uh, and they'll say, so what do you, what do you do? And I, you know, um, so well, I, I'm, I do a, like a voice pro, uh, and I said, well, what is that? I said, well, you know, like animation trailers and stuff. And they go, oh yeah. Cause, cause your voice, you have that voice, but I, they never really sort of say, you know, um, unless they're Transformers fans or whatever. And somebody tell, asked me to say, to say yes. And they're, they know that where that comes from, then. They really don't know. And I, I actually really prefer that. I, I really don't. A friend of mine was an on-camera, he's an on-camera guy, and he 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 loved the attention. I couldn't stand it. Like uh even social media. I'm like, you know, if I didn't have to do that, I'd be not doing it. <laughs> I don't know, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter to me, it's just about doing the work, about having fun, about going in. Uh, we went in the studio for the first, I went in the studio for the first time. We, I guess there's a bunch of people in my head. Okay. Um, all the voices and I, uh, and we went in on Wednesday and I was just thrilled to be there. And there was just a few people around. Um, but it was so great to go in 
uh, to be in, in person. Cause I, I, I love that. And to be around those people and, and, uh, goofing around and laughing is uh, just the best. It's, you can do it here at home. We've done that for the past two and a half years and we still do some, but they're starting to get in the studio again, which is great. And, and, but it's nothing like being in there with a bunch of your, uh, your, your peers. And it's like grade school again, you know, throwing spitballs and cracking jokes. And it's really, we haven't grown up and I don't really plan on it <laughs> anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. People talk about that second childhood and they're like, I ain't left the first one yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. What second child? What? There's another one. <laughs> Tell me about that one. Did you ever been to a party and somebody recognizes your voice and like, hey, hey, do that voice, do, uh, do that voice? Only when, I, well, only if they ask me something. I won't, I won't offer up the information. I, I, I'm, um, I, I'm sort of funny like that. I, I unless they, they ask and they offer, I offer up, and then it's funny. It's a, it's a, it's a, a club I belong to, and all these, these, these uh, women and men. They own, they own things and run shit. You know, they, uh, they important stuff and uh and uh they asked me it's i'm always interested in how the how they got to that position and well how do you how do you how did you get to own that strip mall wow so how does that and and then i i tell them what i do and they're all of them are really interested in what i'm doing all of a sudden they think it's uh, kind of neat so it's 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 kind of an honor um i'm more interested in what they do and and they they look at me with the voice stuff and and uh they're quite uh interested in it uh because it's, it's not part of their their world and uh you know uh <laughs> i always i always say you know someone's gonna find out i really don't know what i'm doing and they're gonna call me on it someone's gonna say oh, wait a minute you don't know you, you, come on get out of our film come on you don't know anything uh that's that's how i that's how, I, how my life has been is just trying to pull the wool over their eyes that's what rob paulson said to me BK, man, first of all, I, I can't believe we're getting paid for this. Like, I can't believe, like, can you believe that? I mean, and second of all, like, how much fun is this? Are you kidding me? We're in here, like, da, 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 da. Um, and he's right. He's <laughs> right. There's people that do important stuff, and, and we're all in goofing around. But on, on that note, though, um, there is a, there's sort of a, you know, there's a responsibility. I, mean, I guess we're, we're just storytellers. Uh, I guess it's ancient, goes back to the ancient Greeks or further on uh, uh, cave walls. It's, telling stories and, and and if it makes people if it brings people some joy and takes them out of their life and uh, into this imaginary of this world it gets that's a really cool thing um there was a a, a transformers convention uh and uh it was tara strong and, and, and bumper robinson myself i believe that we were doing a panel and there was a woman in the audience to put up a hand and, and she had a little boy beside him and she said i just want to let you guys know you know i really appreciate what you all do and and um, I just want to let you know that my son was in hospital and he had a really rough time. And I, I'm not sure what he was, uh, you know, suffering with. And it wasn't wasn't good, but he was there and he looked great. And she said, I just want to let you know that uh, what you all did uh, probably saved my son's life. And she started to tear up. Oh. And so he, we, he watched the TF animated series and Optimus and, and it kept him going. And where I'm like, oh, that kind of, that hit. And so I went down, I grabbed him and we brought him up on stage to sit with us and you realize that, you know, I always thought we're just doing like a, you know, we're playing around doing goofy voices, but it means something like people, I've countless times people told me stories about your character helped save my life or got me through my horrible childhood or got me, I had, I, man, I, it's, it's a lot of people suffering out there and, and if, and if all I can do is bring them joy, a little bit of joy, 
that's that's my my job i guess you know and, and i'm okay with that uh well that's uh, kind of the way i felt growing up with people like mel blank and oh god yeah casey Kasem. an <laughs> <laughs> american top 40 right. yeah casey. yeah well i mean casey did what shaggy and yeah. did robin on uh on super friends oh, yeah yeah yeah, tons. yeah. Ted Knight was the announcer on there. God. He was one of my favorites. I love uh, Ted. I love Ted. Uh, you know, it's just that there's a I was there's I call upon that voice for for numerous occasions. He's he was so great. Yeah, that was my childhood too. I grew up with all these 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 people, and and uh, they influenced how I, you know, where all these voices come from, and and how I I, I like to watch. Vincent Price is another one. I thought uh, as a kid, I was in the Famous Monsters of Film and Magazine with my buddy Dave and, and uh, we, you know, collected all kinds of rubber masks. And uh, I mean, I hate Halloween now, but I used to love it when I was a kid. <laughs> but <laughs> well, we were all into that, man. And Vincent Price, you know, his voice, it's just, uh, yes, yeah, it's a thriller, you know, and, and, and he's just freaking so good. And that I just draw on those, those voices. Right. <laughs> I think what would I have done at Halloween without Benny Cooper masks? Right. Oh my God! You know, <laughs> it's funny how I know Halloween's coming up and people are into it and they love it and and it's yeah. like, I wish I wish I I was like I wish I was one of those people because I always get stressed out and anxious because uh, Maria's friend uh, uh, they're lovely oh my gosh they're lovely people and they every year they do like they do it up big and there's a house there's a thing and I just like ah and and it's like when is it uh, end of august you know so what do you you thought you're gonna be for halloween i'm like ah oh, no don't i i have i don't i don't want to i really don't end up going because i just it's too stressful i don't know what to be or what the once my I, my wife convinced me to go and i thought you know what i'm just gonna I'll go to the store the halloween i'll get a batman thing and i'll just i'll wear that and then uh you know you show up and after like three minutes say hey batman huh hey hey batman and then it wears off and then, and then you kind of sit there and go all right, uh, so I'm Batman. Um, how long do I have to? Can I, can I go? Can you, you can stay, right? I can, and so I'm I'm awful like that. Uh, I I wish I had that one dress up gene, you know. Um, I really I really do, but I I'm just I'd rather be home. <laughs> it's just, you know, watch like a creepy movie or something, or it's, uh, yeah, it's I don't know what happened. Um, it's from the kid, the adult. I guess maybe I just got older and less fun. I don't know. Well, for me, I mean, I, I hated being myself growing up. I always wanted to be somebody else. So that's sure. why I loved Halloween. Yeah. And I still love Halloween. Plus, you know, I've got the grandkids. So, well, you know, see, they, you have grand, see, I haven't got grandkids yet. And, and I know that's coming. And I'm sure I'll change my tune. But it, to your point, um, like all my life, and in, in, especially in voiceover, and, um, people ask, you know, how, how did this and how did that? I said, you know, Number one, you got to be comfortable with who you are and you can't care because all our lives we spend wearing these masks and pretending we're somebody else and we're all we're playing Halloween. You know, we're out and, and it's until you relax into who you actually are and use your own voice and, and, and come from there. And that's where the truth is. And and uh, yeah, I went doing a trailer is doing a, a Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, what was a lot, one of the ones he did? Richard Jewell. Uh, I've been scratching trailers for many years and, and getting some work and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm busier and busier all the time, but it wasn't until that damn trailer. I was so frustrated because I, um, I just, 
the, the words came in. It was Richard Jewell, rated PG-13. Richard Jewell, in theaters Friday. And I just, I said, I don't know. I'll just send that. I, and then they call and I say, hey, listen, they want you for uh, Richard Jewell. Uh, and they, also the Warner Brothers folks, they, they, they liked it and say, they want to put you on this other movie. And I go, what? I said, I didn't, I said, I didn't do anything. And he said, exactly. <laughs> so just be you. Just PG-13, in theaters Friday, Richard. So I go, oh. Oh, so it's taken me 35 years to just st stop it. Uh, and, and, but yeah, the, the, that's why I found, you know, you finally, in this business, you, you find out who you are on a daily basis. You find out parts of yourself and any character you do, parts of yourself are in all these characters. And, and it's a matter of, uh, you know, giving them a breath, giving them a heartbeat, a soul, a laugh, a cry. You got, you know, they have to, it has to be real and truthful. Otherwise, um, you know, um, I, I, yeah, that's what I work toward every, every character, everything I get, it's gotta be grounded. And it's, it just takes a long time to get to that point. You know, I think the longer we're on the planet, the more we have a reference point, the more we can, you know, uh, put those things into the characters we do and make them useful because, you know, we just have, we have some time on the planet. Right? And, and you go to a lot of cons, I assume. Starting to again, yeah. I, I never really, again, uh, I like to stay home. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, if I haven't been to a particular place, I'll kind of go, no, I've never been there. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'll go, it, it's a lot. Like, they're busy and they're, it's a lot of energy. And you get on the plane home, you're like, I'm done. I'm done. Um, and I started to get a little busy and the pandemic hit and I didn't want to go anywhere. Um, Cause I didn't even want to get a cold because of what I do. So I was like, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm good. And then, you know, I, Dallas was my first one about four or five months ago. And uh, it was so great. And it felt good to see everybody. And I, I did Nashville. Um, I got Chicago coming up in a couple of weeks and uh, 21st, 23rd TF con uh, Peter call and I are going to be there. Um, and I got uh, you know, sack anime. I think it's coming up in January in Florida uh god bless folks down there man it's just what a mess um hopefully the you know it's gonna be okay by the time we get there it's heartbreaking yeah. i saw some of the pictures the other night Ugh. all you could do is shake your head and say thank god it wasn't it, me but yeah there's nothing you can do you can do the, the you know um but yeah so hopefully by the time you know february rolls around it, it's looking okay um but yeah so i'm doing more and more and it's uh, did Phoenix the game on uh, expo and it's really great because without the fans, I tell people, look, without you guys, without the fan, it, it does not, we don't exist. There's no, there's no point. And uh, yeah, it's nice to just sort of see each other face to face again. Uh, I really, uh, really miss that. But I, I try and limit it to once a month or less. I just, I like, again, I like to be home. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> you go to all these cons and you do those panels. What, what's the one question they seem to ask over and over and over again? Um, there was people ask like, "What's it like to work with so and so?" What's it like to work with so and so? <laughs> I think people ask that. I think honestly, just to sort of try and put themselves in a situation where they would like, you know, it must be great to be able to work with these people, and it, it is. I mean, I, I would never say otherwise. Um, very, very few, if if ever, I've had a you know, uh, and and uh, a bad experience working with anybody. It's always great to work with uh, all the all these people. They make they make it joyful and make it fun. Um, 
that's one of the questions. You know, what's it like to work with you? Um, other is uh, they asked me to say excellent and yes. Because um, <laughs> I, I have a catchphrase or two, which is kind of cool. Uh, there's been some good questions, too, about, I don't know, coming up with characters and how, how I, you know, how you breathe life into them. People are interested in that and where that comes from. And, uh, yeah, those are, those are some of the, the, the basic, you know, questions. They, the hardest ones to answer are the ones that, like for Sushomaru and for Yashihime and, and you know, Yashi before, we would come in, it's anime. So instead of like prelay where you're all in the room together, anime, obviously you're in, do, you do your lines and then you leave and somebody else comes in, does their lines, three beeps, beep, beep, beep. And then you try and match the lip flaps and act yourself out of a paper bag. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, it's different. So I, we did seven years of Inuyasha and I had no idea who else was on the show except Richard Cox, because Rich and I are friends. So I knew he was on the show. Um, but they, you know, they, they ask about that uh, and, and they ask about uh, the storyline. Now, I know some of it because it, you've got 700 pages of dialogue and few of those are your lines. And so to go through each episode all the time and there's just no time. So the director will say, okay, in this scene, this is what happens. You know, you've had a fight with so-and-so, you're going to... Uh, and they set it up for you, and then you do your line. You do it a couple times or once if it, if it works, and then you move on. So when people ask me about, what did you think when uh, Sashomaru talked? And I go, I, I, man, I said, man, I wish I, re I wish I knew. I wish I remember. Um, and some people who do anime are, in, are into They know the storyline and everything, and, and, and that's great. I, I just, I, I haven't really figured it out. I have to take me a long time to go back and watch watch that thing it's like if you're not into star wars and then somebody says hey star wars i'm like i got no idea um it's a little <laughs> bit of research so those questions are hard to ask if i haven't seen the show or been familiar because uh yeah ultimately you go in you do your job and you you move on to the next thing mm -hmm. uh, but it's important to people so you know i, I try to do my best does anybody ever ask you anything i mean like totally crazy um here sign my baby <laughs> really no no sign my baby well, well, well where what do you mean like what do you, that's just on his arm right just a little little put it on his leg that's a good then that was years ago and then i was at BotCon in uh no tf con in, in burbank uh, uh last year i was actually the first con march oh my god yeah and uh guy comes up and says hey how you doing probably don't remember me but uh i asked you to sign my baby i go Oh my God. Yeah. 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 In Ohio. Yeah. Cincinnati. Like, oh my God. You guys are here. Cause yeah, we were right. And this here is the baby. And it's like tall kid comes up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, really? Is this, you still, he says, no, no, we have to wash it off. Oh. But this, he said, this is the baby. You signed. I go, wow. Uh, yeah, that was never had a signed a baby before. I can say I have here. Sign my baby. <laughs> when you do get all these questions, there's any ever anything you want to be asked or you want to talk about that you never get to? No, not really. Um, I'm just, uh, again, sort of in awe that I'm actually being asked questions about something. I've, I was a dream of mine, you know, um, I, I, I enjoy talking about the different, you know, characters. Uh, 
I mean, everybody talks about Transformers and in, in my association with that franchise over the years. People will ask, uh, they ask about, well, how come you aren't in this one? Or how come you're not in this series? Or what do you know why? I said, well, look, you know, that's the nature of the beast. I said, the fact that I got to inhabit the character for five minutes is fantastic. I, you know, it's an honor. I, I don't own the character. The people that come around do movies and their own thing, they have their own ideas and what they want to do. And, and that's, that's the deal. Um, and I'm a union guy, so I can't do things that are non-union. It's a big no-no. And my agent would uh, have me over rice. So, you know, <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, I, I mean, I came up uh, before there was social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I know what that was like. Um, and so we deal with that now. I also came into it when there was a sort of, there was a, it, it took a, a long time and some hard work to get your union card and you sag after and, and to work your way into a series and be taken seriously. And then you work your way up. And now, you know, um, it's a little different. So I don't really know how to respond to people. How do I, how do I want to, how do I get into it? So, well, you know, you can kind of do your own thing these days. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to say. Um, but you, when you work with people like Billy West and people like Rob Paulson, Jimmy Cummings and all these guys, and you, you, uh, great to lie on Tara strong. It's just, you gotta be, you gotta bring your A game, man. You gotta be, you gotta be right in there, you know, with them. Cause it's, uh, it, it's so much fun, but you gotta know what you're doing. So I, as people get into it, you know, need to know that's going to might take a while. Um, yeah, people ask me that, um, which, you know, uh, the reality of it, reality of, of getting into it. Uh, yes, it, you could certainly, you know, do it. Um, but there is, you know, there's a level you need to get to, to, you know, to play in the game. And I hope that never gets lost. I hope that, I hope it's always, you know, difficult because that's where all the, you know, the great, you always rises, right. You know, mm-hmm. you got to work at it and work at it, work at it, work at it. People want these days want things to happen now. I want to be a TikTok star now and i guess you can do that you know but everything's sort of immediate and it's just taken me such a long time to 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 be able to you know crack the surface <laughs> uh yeah yes yeah, it's just you know, different different time well i know you like to stay home but what do you like to do to just kind of get away from everything um I, 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 look, I don't know where this came from, but I'm a wine nerd, and, and I think it's not even the drink, uh, in, a, in, in, in beer. I'm interested in the history of it, where it comes from, why, and uh, I, I start to study it and uh, and get good at it and enjoy it. And so my hobby is uh, is uh, you know we'll head up the wine country. We're not that far away. A few times we have a wine, couple of wine trips planned. It's a, it's just it's geography and history and topography and things like that that i really enjoy um not even really i mean it's you know i certainly enjoy wine it's a time machine um my daughter's uh gonna be 29 next week and i'm taking her out to dinner and about a, a 1993 uh and it's like a, you pop the bottle and it's it's our only time machine it takes us back to usually if we do something like that we'll put on some uh like we opened a 73 something for Ridge in California a while ago and it was 73. I said, Oh, what's the top songs? And we were listening to tunes from 73 Angie by the Rolling Stones, you know, Rod Stewart is, and you're like, Oh, wow, man, it takes you right back. 
uh, Delta Don, <laughs> Tony Orlando and Don. Oh was my God. 73 tie yellow ribbon. That was the song here. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, that, that I sort of, I enjoy that. I go away. I, I'm, I, I really enjoy a, uh, sports, um, um, you know, getting back into tennis again. Uh, I watch a lot of baseball. Um, so it takes me out of it, but honestly, I don't need to sort of get away from this at all. I mean, I, I, I dig it, man. Um, I think it's, there's a, there's a quote, uh, it was recently, I think it was a TikTok, not TikTok, something on Instagram is Bob Odenkirk from better call Saul. You know, and, Love that uh, guy. Oh my God. And, and, and somebody asked him, and I think it was brilliant because they said, well, you know, what's the secret to, uh, you know, to acting? What's the, you know, that the question that he gets asked is, you know what? He said, make, he said, make living your life the most important thing. Make that the priority. Make it number one. And then acting, you know, two, three down the line somewhere. But make living your life and your friends and, and you know, your loved ones, make, make those things the priority. And then, you know, down here, because he's right, because all that. So when you got that stuff sort of figured out and, and you're happy there, then that will translate into, uh, into your career. Uh, but that's really, you know, the most important thing is just, do that stuff. Enjoy that. This show is all about inspiring and motivating people. And there's some folks out there that, I mean, they've been through hell and back again. Uh -huh. yep. and they they want to know that there's hope. I mean, it is there have been times in your life where you just hit that one big hurdle that you've had to overcome? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fail. I tell my son this. He said, I fail you know, 10 to 20 times a day. Uh, but I also win once in a while. And, and that's, it's a big deal, you know? So yeah, man, my, my wife, my wife, my life has been a, a series of failures one after another, just in the, in the nature of what we do. You know, we think, ah, this is the one and we read, I don't know how many things, trailers and animation, things that we, you know, we think, okay, okay. You know, and for whatever reason, it's nothing to do with, um, you know, it could be other, other reasons at, at work and play producer's friend or whatever that you're not the person you're not, uh, anything. What do I got to do? Really? I, you know, I put my soul into this and nothing. Uh, it, it's, it's the nature of, of life, man. Um, but it's also mathematics. Keep, just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Don't stop. My manager said, Hey man, we took you on because you know what you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing. You got this. You, you, you're fine. Everything sounds great. Keep doing what you're doing. You can't give up. I mean, you really can. And it's so freaking easy to. But yeah, man, I, I mean, I've had a successful career and, and it's, you know, still, they still want David Kay, uh, which is, which is amazing. Uh, but I fail every day a lot. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah. Keep doing it. Keep moving. Um, well, so what what would you say has been your crowning achievement in your career? It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> That's a good answer. I like that. Wow, it hasn't Just... happened yet. Oh, look, to the one of the things though was pretty cool was uh, one of the first movies I saw back in the movie theater was The Eternals, and and I didn't know I was going to be in it until the last minute. I thought, oh, they're going to replace me with some celebrity. It's okay. I, I get it. I get it. But they kept me in, and we went to see the damn movie and. It's pretty pretty cool just to hear the voice, but it uh, my one of my uh, first best friends, uh, 
had passed away this past year, uh, went out for a run in Toronto and, and it wasn't feeling good. And his wife was taking him to the hospital and he checked out. And, uh, this is the last person we ever thought, you know, um, and it was just so weird because he was a kid that I used to go to hang out on Saturday mornings when I was, he was 14, I was 13, he had this part-time job in Sandy's bookstore in my hometown, um, this, uh, north, northeast of Toronto called Peterborough and it's all creaky wooden stairs and it smelled like that dusty, you know, cardboard, um, you know, print, uh, magazine paper, that, that smell. And I still love hanging out there. And Dave was organizing all the comics. And there's like boxes of Marvel and DC. I can't, I couldn't imagine that what they're worth now, just to think and close my eyes and see all the, it, we were just surrounded by comics. And I used to go and hang out with him. Well, he just organized and we'd look through comics. And he introduced me to Jack Kirby and, uh, and, and uh, Stan Lee. And in particular, the Eternals. Because I remember, Dave, I remember six episodes, six uh, issues, uh, Jack Kirby, um, and there were the Eternals, and it was no one really knew about them. And I remember leafing through, we we're looking at them, and uh, to think that many years later, I would be somehow involved in in that movie, and and uh, that David introduced me to all these wonderful characters that I've since got a chance to play: Baron von Zemo, and Iron Man, and Superman, and, and I played Batman and a couple things. And and you know, it's just so I have Dave to thank for that. Uh, to uh, exposing me to those to that to that world because i'm not sure if i would would have i don't know but those saturday mornings in that old comic shop that old bookstore sandy's down downstairs were some of the most treasured uh, memories and moments in my life when i think back that's pretty cool yeah uh, i don't think that anything is a coincidence everything happens for a reason your, mm -hmm. your path was laid out all you had to do was make the right decisions along the way and yeah, yeah, man. The, uh, I tell people that too. Hey, look, the universe throws up some signs, and the universe is like, "Hello, you got to open that door, and you got to make you got to make the right choice." <laughs> but you have to, you know, you got to those signs. You got to watch for those signs, and 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 uh, I I call sometimes I call them smart ass Buddhas. These people you meet, they're they're not necessarily priests or 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 people in power or people in this. They're they're just everyday Joes that you'd never think that they had anything to to you know, to, to give to your life, but you could be riding up a ski lift with some, you know, some silver Fox dude. He's like retired. And he says something like, Hey man, don't forget to tell him so. And I go, and, and you think about what he said and you're like, wow, that was pretty profound. You know, these people along the way that say things completely change the trage trajectory of your life. And so listen to those people, you know, that doesn't come from people you expect it to come from even parents or father figures or mother figures. These are just everyday people. Could be the school crossing guard. Could be, you know, a librarian. Could be the guy, you know, who knows? Could be anyone walking by. Uh, a prime example is my dad and I are in New York City. We're walking. We're near a Carnegie Deli. We're walk. We're uptown, and uh, and I, I just happened to say, yeah, you know what? Let's let's uh, we should grab a sandwich at Carnegie, and then uh, and then this old guy walking by us just happened to hear the conversation. And New Yorkers are just direct and outright. And I love that. He says, what's the matter with Katz's? I go, <laughs> yeah, you know what? We could, uh, says, yeah, it's down, take the nine train downtown. And I go, yeah, let's hop on it. So we went down to Katz's and I had this amazing, I'm like, oh my God, this is fantastic. And the famous Katz's Deli. And then we walked out and walked, we're walking around like a block over and then we're in front of the blue note. I go, hey, BB King. 
Yeah. And the guy standing there says, yeah, he said, uh, it's all sold out. But if you want to wait in this line here for a couple of hours, you can probably get a seat at the bar and have some dinner. You know, I go, dad, you want it? He goes, sure. Okay. So he's because of that, because the guy said the smart ass Buddha walking by, what's the matter with cats is my dad and I had a chance to see BB King in the, you know, at the blue note in New York and have, you know, and I'm like, oh, come on. And so, so listen to those people. <laughs> I appreciate your time. You coming on and talking with us and, you know, maybe there's that little kid that's listening to this and says, Oh, I want to do that when I get older. And, you know, oh, Mr. K is pretty cool. Yeah. You, that's the thing you, you can, I, I mean, that's the other thing about doing the conventions is seeing people, you know, in, in person. Um, it's, uh, you see, those people inspire me uh, to, to, just to, to be better and, and to, uh, to realize you know, and, and to, be, to be grateful. Um, and I've, I've made, we've, we've become friends over the years. All these conventions and the Transformer stuff, uh, people, they become like family. You see the same people at certain conventions uh, from time to time. And, and it's like, you know, uh, I, I, I dig that about it. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing it, uh, doing it some more. Yeah. Well, thank yeah, thank you. It's gosh, it's it's uh, again. I can't <laughs> stress enough how how sur surreal it is because I have my heroes and stuff, and uh, I was able to talk to a few of them. Um, but uh, you know, but but you uh, people like you ins inspire me just to you know keep bringing joy, keep doing some fun things, keep you know, do what I can, you know. You guys help me so much because you're helping me to inspire these folks. And uh, for that, I'm so, so grateful. Very, very grateful. Thank you. And uh, now, do you have a website? I do. Uh, uh, DavidK.com. All, all the stuff is on there. There's, 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 everything's on there. Stores on there. The yes button is on there. You know, again, that's the, uh, the, the Megatron yes button. Yeah, there's... Uh, what else is on there? All the latest in trailers and, and, and pieces of uh, stuff from, from animated series. Um, and on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, but mostly I'm active on Twitter a lot. It's at DKVO. D-A... What is it? Oh, yes. D-K-A-Y-E-V-O, as in voiceover. Tara Strong hates that, but that's all I got. <laughs> at DKVO. Um, yeah, Lucy, announcements and things coming out there and some clips uh, you know, we'll throw up uh, here and there. But it, it, yeah, it's all it's all there. What do we got? Yeah, we got so we got TFCon in Chicago on the twenty first of this month. Uh, let's see January. Oh yes, in November the fifth and sixth will be in uh, Pilaf, Washington, it's south of Seattle for the Washington State Toy Show. Um, Gary Chalk, who plays uh, um, Primal, and uh, Ian Corlett, who's the who's the whiny cheetah, <laughs> and myself, uh, David K, will be there signing uh, autographs at the. Uh, Washington State Toy Fair. And we got January 2nd, anime, February of Pensacola, um, and some other stuff that's not, you know, not yet. But um, yeah, and and what season three of uh, He Man? Uh, what is this? What is this character? Uh, the uh, Cringer, uh, Battle Cat. We're doing that season three. I look after Adam as best I can. And so he's, uh, we're, that's on Netflix. Uh, Farzar, uh, unless you're an adult, um, uh, don't watch that but if you like if you're if you your your humor is like way out there you might you can take a look at that i play a bunch of different characters on that that series 
what else we got? We got uh, oh, Ratchet and Clank still going strong. Um, Clank. Oh, Ratchet. Uh, for the PS5, the latest one, Rift Apart. Um, and uh, who else? Uh, Psychonauts 2, Jack Black, that uh, were out there. There's yeah, stuff I can't say, but, yeah, you know, just follow Twitter. But that's basically me in a nutshell, I suppose. Does that answer all your questions? Um, Some of them? How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of the Tootsie Roll Pops? 842. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was three. <laughs> no, no, I. it's wrong. It's 842, but yeah, who am I? <laughs> again thank you for your time man and thank you I, kyle that's fun man I, I, I will put the the links to your uh website up on on the, oh, in the okay. description yes and, please do and i also want to thank all of you out there if you happen by here and this is your first time i do appreciate that and i hope you'll hit that subscribe button and come back for my regulars and you know how I feel about y'all. It's because of you I get to do this. So until the next one, everyone, please take care. Be kind to one another. God bless and peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Listen to the Vibes. You can catch us on Buzzsprout or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook at The Vibes Broadcast Network. 